Well, hello, everybody. It is podcast time again. This is 002. I'm so excited today. I've got a guy with me, Rick Stansel. Rick, how are you doing today, man? Let me let me just give you some mic. I'm turn you up a little bit. There we go. So that's what I sound like. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. I don't know if I'd have ever started singing if I'd have knew I sound like that. Oh, mercy. How you been doing? I've been doing wonderful. We were sitting on the couch a while ago, playing some, uh, you were playing some tunes for me. Yeah, so he put me on the spot on this one. But you know what, though? That's okay. Uh, you know, I, one thing I learned a long time ago, uh, the, the band was, the, which was great guys, and they were very, very tough on me. I was kind of the new guy back in the early 90s in the band. They'd been playing for a long time. And I'd come to a gig. It's like, <clears throat> man, I'm not going to be able to sing as many songs as you tonight, man. And it's like, yeah, you are, man. We ain't singing none. So, they, you know, sore throat or not, you know, they make right. you keep uh just get up there and play and act like yep. a fool so won't you uh won't you play something for us uh Can okay you? well I, so in 96 i had the privilege of doing a song um kenny Surrett and him him yep. and a you know gosh uh, steve i cannot remember his last name but they wrote this song and it was called damn good drinking song mm-hmm. and, and so we recorded it and and it it did fairly well for me but This song's not meant to cure the blues Instruct the wise Or educate the fools Ain't no pickup trucks or trains Or love gone wrong This is just a damn good drinking song So pop a top again or sing along with me I'll pour it out and drink it in Let your troubles be Ain't no faded love lonesome all night long This is just a damn good drinking song This song's not meant to make you cry Or change your philosophy on life You can dine, dance, or just listen all night long This is just a damn good drinking song So pop a top again and sing along with me and Pour it out and drink it in Let your troubles be Ain't no faded love alone Some all night long This is just a damn good drinking song Now I'm supposed to say Have another milk <laughs> <laughs> Oh, mercy. That is good. Yeah. I like that. That 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 is a good song. It, it did very well for you too yeah. back in back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, um and this I'm going to say the song have the privilege of coming in at 13 for the um decade of the 90s and so uh, and it, it was 13 came in at number mm-hmm. 13. I yep. was uh, very privileged to have that honor so yeah. yeah. 
I know it got a lot of airplay yeah. around this area. Yeah, sure. There, there was some name. guy that, that kept playing it for you. I, yeah, I and you know what? I, man, if I could remember his name, I would say thank you very much, Andy. <laughs> you know what? You have written a lot of great songs. So uh, I, I was a part of a song, A Walk to Remember, and it was written actually in 2005, and mm-hmm. it was written right before my lead player, Randy Sarver, had passed away. Mm-hmm. He passed away two weeks after that. Uh, Todd Fritch and Randy started on the song and then uh, brought it into the studio and and I was able to help write some of the songs mm-hmm. as well and then Doug DeForest um, he actually uh, wrote the choruses on it mm-hmm. and so it was a group effort right and so <clears throat> you know the song turned out I thought it turned out very well I uh, released it to some of the uh, Christian country stations and mm-hmm. it came in at number one. Oh, so, wow. you know, I was pretty happy. It didn't last long at number one, but you know what? I was very happy about it. It was on for about a couple weeks. You sent me a song. Is that something you wrote? Uh, is, is this for real? Yeah, okay. Yes. Yes. And so I wrote that song. And uh, so this was actually about a year. Well, actually, it's been two years now. Time, gosh, time's going by fast, isn't it? Is. it? It's hard to believe I'm 32 years old now, man. I'm yeah, well, you, you <laughs> Plus lucky, a little bit. You lucky dog, let yeah. me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so much older. But so um, the inspiration for that song was actually my wife. She ended mm-hmm. up getting sick. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so in February the 4th of 2021, uh, when she was sick, she was in the hospital uh, she was intubated and they didn't give her much hope. Mm. Um, and sorry, I, I get a little lump in my throat when I'm well, talking sure. about this, yep. but, yep. um, and so they wouldn't let me in to see her when she was intubated. This is right when COVID kicked off. Mm-hmm. And so they were, uh, of course they're still paranoid now, but they were really paranoid then yeah. and, and yeah. wouldn't let people in the hospital. So I I got home and I sat down with my dog sitting next to me so he could howl at me and when I make <laughs> mistakes which it sure seems like he howled a lot at me but mm-hmm. I started writing songs and and that one was the first one I had written was is this for real Have you ever been to Texas was another one Gosh I almost have to put the list in front of me I started right, writing sure. quite a few of them sure. And so uh, I uh, is this for real is one of my favorite ones because it is directly about me. It's not just the way you smile Or the way you comb your hair It's not just your eyes or your style But how you
So the inspiration, of course, you just told us uh, the inspiration for that song. You know, some other songs that, that you've written in the past, uh, did you just, uh, did just something come to you and you went, man, what no, a great line. No, so, I mean, it's kind of interesting uh, that the songs that I had part in was never songs that I had written by myself. It was <laughs> always with people that were far better than me at writing songs. And I was yeah. new to it back in the 90s. Uh, Rob Mickler's one guy that I think of, that Rob Mickler was a, a fantastic guitar uh, player with his finger picking, but sure write a good song too. And he, he would come into the studio and he would, you know, uh, sit down and we recorded an album for him actually. But, you know, I, I always... We, we sat down and we wrote a song about uh, that had a hook line in there. It's talking about roping the stars, you know. And uh, so w- that was one of the first songs that I actually had a uh, part in writing. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, man, this is fun. It's, and especially since I have a recording studio. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, mm-hmm. I, and I'm a terrible guitar player at that time. And, and I'm just about that much better now. But oh, you're the, real good. The thing is, <laughs> is writing songs helped me on my guitar playing and then it it actually helped me to want to play music mm-hmm. more and more of course you're going to be playing in march march the 26th at the montgomery county fair yeah. in uh, montgomery county texas your wife are going to be there yes and she has a beautiful beautiful voice she's uh, and i always like to say that she's the one who's awesome and i'm right there to help play guitar for her yeah. and she she can um she can harmonize she can lead sing and, and you know it's real interesting andy is that that back in the 80s before i even started playing music i i can remember watching past blue ribbon beer commercial and I, you know, and I, I never really put too much thought into it mm-hmm. until 
you know, after I got married and I got married in 2005 and she, I got a chance to take off of a cassette tape onto CD and I remastered it and it was her commercial for the Paps Blue Ribbon. And I'm like, yeah, man, that just sounds, that ring, rings a bell to me. It sounds familiar. And then she showed me the video of it and it was on one of those old VCR tapes. Uh -huh. and so I watched that and then I found that it was on the internet. And so I like to tell guys at work, I said, this is my wife right here. Look at that. And, but, you know, I, I didn't know that I had seen her uh -huh. so many years earlier, uh -huh. you know. Well, y'all sound great together. Uh, you sound you. great together. I, I found definitely found the better half of me. And yeah. I tell you, I sure hope that we get a lot of people to come out and, and yeah. listen to us play so they can yeah. hear her. And, of course, you're going to be playing some other places, too. Uh, We're going to get a chance to play at the Pacific Yard House. And uh, they gave us about four gigs there, the first one being March the 31st. It's a Thursday night, but you know what? Mm -hmm. I, it's hopefully going to... They're going to like it, and we're going to get in more, but it's just oh, yeah. getting our foot in the door. Do you have, do you have any other – I know we've, we've, we've known each other probably since around 95, 1995, yeah. that is, not, not 1895, but 1995. <laughs> do you have any other hobbies or other interests that you're, you're really into? Yeah, I, I love to do woodworking. Uh, you know, I, and, of course, I have the recording studio. Yeah. So everything everybody hears um, – that's newer, not not damn good drinking songs, stuff like that. But all the newer stuff I've done in the recording studio. And but some I, of it you can find on YouTube because I watched you. Yeah. You gonna, were doing Marina Del Rey, I believe it yeah, was. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah that's yeah. when my hat turned on backwards <laughs> yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. And, um, <laughs> hadn't shaved for about a week or so. You had like that, that look. Yeah. Had you that, know that look. You know that look. It didn't get me very far, <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> Yeah, I, like like I said, I love to do woodworking. Um, I love to hunt, love to fish, do all that kind of stuff that uh, a lot of a lot of these country singers like to do. Right. I'm not very successful at none of them, but I sure <laughs> like to try. I'll tell you. <laughs> now, I was going to talk about your studio. That was one of the questions I had. You you do you I, I, you do I, most I, of you. Read mine. I know. Of course, the notes are right here in front. I can't of read my own, but I can sure <laughs> read others. <laughs> so I'm updating my recording studio all the time. Um, you know, just got a new mic, new preamps and all that kind of stuff. Cool. Hopefully it's going to make a big difference. The, the new CD that I had just finished, I called it cover to cover and I used my new equipment with that. Mm. And, and hopefully you can hear the difference when you take a listen to it. And, and it's surely open for business. Well, that's you know? what I was going to say. Are yeah. you, you, you're going to do other folks. If they, yeah, I, if I am. Have, and you know what? Cool. I had Sousley, Rick Sousley in studio and we did a song and it's, it's on the cover to cover. And by the way, I call it cover to cover because I pick songs over the over my lifespan that were my favorite songs mm -hmm. to sing. Cover songs. Cover yep. songs to do. Mm -hmm. uh, that's how I got to Memphis. Sousley and I did mm -hmm. a um, duet in, on that one. Cool. Uh, uh, Meet Me in Montana. My wife and I did a um, duet yeah. on that one as well. And I heard well. that one. Yeah, yeah, that was good. That was yeah. Good. yeah. She sure made me look good, too, and I love that. So, you know, Mel Tillis... Uh, uh, Tucson, you know, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And, and, uh, the, the beauty of doing a lot of this myself is that I can change things up. It's not going to sound like the standard, standard way it was played back mm -hmm. then. I substituted some mandolins in there for some of the electric guitar parts and stuff like that. And so, you know what, it, it was something that I did that, that I liked it the way mm -hmm. it's being done, you yeah. know? And so, you know, you either like it or you don't, yeah. you know. So you play other instruments. 
on the well no no no, no, no we don't. The, okay. like the mandolin i definitely had someone else play did that you? Okay. and any okay. steel guitar stuff like that i, I, got you. I did okay. play some bass i played acoustic mm-hmm. guitar i laid the drums out on it <clears throat> stuff like that and, okay. and on and on that one uh cover to cover album um that's the first time that i had ever tried playing any lead guitar on any kind of recordings or anything I thought, you know, what the heck? I yeah. might as well try it out. Yeah. And if I don't like it, I can have someone else come right. in and do it. Sure. And sure. Um, so it's it's simple, but uh, I don't know. Maybe it works. Some people might that not think good. it does. So. Well, what's the future for Rick Stansel? I'm glad you asked. So, you know, and everything we do now involves my wife and I because she sings. And she's. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's we're calling it, instead of just Rick Stansel Band, it's Rick and Lou Ann Stansel Band. And when you guys, hopefully some of y'all will come out and take a listen and you'll understand why I did that. But so we've kicked things back off starting March the 26th. We're, we're working on getting uh, other bookings and, mm-hmm. you know, trying to get out there. Now, due to my wife being disabled now, um, we're not planning on traveling to Nashville to play or Florida right. and places like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to try to keep it in a regional area. And we're going to try to try to just do some of the places that we feel is going to fit what we're doing. Right. So. Okay. Uh, cool. And and the, you know what the stuff that we do, uh, we're doing the seventies, eighties, and nineties country. Uh, occasionally, you know, we might play something that's in the two thousand. But most of our stuff is the dance music. The, the, good, the good stuff. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the, the good old country music. <laughs> So one thing was, is my wife, you know, I, I mentioned earlier, you know, that she played, uh, she did, did a lot of music. They they were pretty much a regional act, but they played on the whole um, eastern coast. Uh, they even toured with the Temptations, and that's a that's a pretty big honor. Mm-hmm. I, I have some tapes that I listen to, and because you know when she told me that, I was like, yeah, right, you know. <laughs> but she she backed it up, and um, right, yeah. and man, some phenomenal stuff. And right. they they would play right. original songs, and yeah. they called the Bridge Band. They were really really good. Wow. You know what? We play a little bit of uh, Southern rock type stuff, you know, and we play some mm-hmm. country music. Uh, hopefully, it's the type of stuff that people like to listen to, and we, we've kind of seen that here yeah. in the past. That we've narrowed it down to the stuff that people. Mm-hmm seem to really like so now when you first started singing did did you i mean what was country the avenue you wanted to go or were you thinking mm. well you know maybe maybe i could do a pop sound or no i, I mean i look when i was in high school i loved boston and bad company mm-hmm. and stuff like that i mean i uh, i don't ever want to give away my age you can look at the bags under my eyes and you can tell <laughs> because i carry them everywhere i go but um i was the rock and roller and I would still go out country western dancing on the weekends, but back in you know back then when I was that young, you know it wasn't to go out and listen to the music. You know you go out to uh, try to meet girls, Social and stuff ice. like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was when I went into the military. I had just left Stephen F. Austin, went to the military back in '81, um, January of '81, and. I got a little homesick, and it's like, oh, man, they're playing country music. And we had a company commander that was, uh, man, he was country all the way to the bone and to, through to the other side, you know. Um, thank goodness that's not a disease. Or maybe it is. I don't know. <laughs> but that's when I started listening to country music. And so I was living in California at that time, and I, would, I, I got homesick. I would listen to Merle Haggard and stuff like that, and I'd start singing to it. And it's like, oh, you know what? I, I went out to a club one night, and this was 
and um, the friend that I was with, you know, said, he can sing. And I'm like, no, I can't. <laughs> and I can remember I got up and sang Silver Wings, and they started out playing it. And I went, <laughs> I couldn't get anything out of my mouth. And, and they kept doing a turnaround, and then finally I got it out, and I started singing. And it, I just kind of got got the bug right you know <clears throat> right so and, and also my parents helped too they they were bluegrassers yeah, yeah. and my dad kind of taught me how to play gc and d and f yeah. and stuff and yeah. i kind of started that's me. why i got that so i can play gc and d yeah you know? so uh, hey, and you know f what? every now and then you know but that's yeah. a tough one you know but hey, if so, you can play gc and so, d you can write a yeah. great song the, the the hard thing to do is whistle and see i mean I, i've never been able to do that i thought so. you were gonna say whistle and sing and i'm like <laughs> i i don't know about that one but uh yeah well, steve warner can do it but he can know, yeah, he can he can wow it's called scatting is know? that what it's called <laughs> yeah okay oh that's good. well man i sure do appreciate you being here oh it's been a blast yeah man. been it's a pleasure good. for sure I want to thank everybody for tuning in with um, myself andy gallo on the big show with rick stansel 